brought to you by our favorite volleyball, Wilson, which we're really excited to finally play with. <laughs> um, but more importantly, we're here today with the one and only Hall of Famer, Sean Rosenthal. What's up, Rosie? What up, guys? Cheers. Cheers, hey, everyone. Cheers. Thank you for having so, me. Boys. Cheers. Good to have you back. Kona Brew. Appreciate mm -hmm. it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Goldcliff IPA we're going with here today. But what it, do we got? Oh, man. Dude, we just been uh, we just been rolling with this podcast every Wednesday, and yeah. um, you were texting me this morning about uh, jumping <laughs> on your six man team, trying to recruit me back to the six hey, man. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Team Simsies over there. You know, just trying to make. Some hey, listen, I haven't heard from them lately. <laughs> I'm not totally married. I'm not totally married to the group. I got them two championships and haven't gotten many free burgers out of it, so I'm, I might be available. But. Uh, yeah, you were texting me this morning. We were trying to figure out a guest, and we were like, "Let's, we should talk about Olympics." Get Rosen. Yeah. I was like, "I'm texting with, I'm texting with Sean Rosenthal right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why not?" It is about that time. Yeah, no, it worked out perfect. I was uh, on a boat today, man. Just probably had a few more of these. Yeah, <laughs> out there. It was good times, and uh, so yeah, man. I, you know, I had a couple good Olympic runs, and uh, what we saw this year with, uh, you know, with what Kelly and Sarah did to, you know, come through in the last couple of tournaments and overtake, I'm sure. Dude. Both of their, like, idols. Right. Up. You know, yep. I, I don't know. I haven't talked to them. But um, it's just a big thing. It's a big thing for them. It was a big thing for women's beach volleyball. And uh, and you guys had an epic battle as well. And uh, Yeah. So, yeah, it's just that time of year where it's, you know, it's right like, there. Olympic yeah. time. Olympic, Olympic time, time. Hey, finally. Maybe, maybe it'll make volleyball boost up a little bit. <laughs> We've been saying yeah, that I since '96. So. <laughs> we got about a month. So. <laughs> we got about a month left for that to happen. <laughs> We're gonna spike any minute. <laughs> <laughs> Could be during this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But how was it being? How was it being kind of an, an observer of the Olympic race as opposed to? Because like when you're right in it, like Tri was, like it's a stressful couple years. And then, I mean, how is it just kind of like observing it, watching it, and just yeah. sort of being around it as opposed to like going, going, going? Um, for me, this year, obviously, it was different. You know, I went in 08 and 12. So right. 16, I didn't make it where uh, Phil and I in 13 and 14 yep. were the best team of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 15, Olympic qualifying stars. He gets injured um, at the beginning of the year. So we missed like four Grand Slams. There's before the one five star stuff or one through four star stuff now, and um, you know we missed some of those plus world championships. So like it was like a big a, hole we put dinger. ourselves in, mm -hmm. and then so we had Jake and Casey at this point, and then Nick and Theo were right here, yeah. and then the third place team was down here. So you know when Phil comes back healthy, talks to Nick, they're you know, great friends from, they broke onto the tour together, they did yeah. their thing mm -hmm. together, it's kind of maybe, at the time, possibly their chance to get to the Olympics, and now Phil's gaps, you know, half the size is what it would have been if he stayed with me to catch up to them, so yeah. like, you know, it's hard in my spot where I was uh, to lose Phil, who's arguably the best player of all time, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it was kind of one of those, so, so that one was tough for me to kind of like follow and watch a little right. bit. Right, because um, you were kind of a part of it. You were you were out there on the, the road. Yeah, I mean, we're the best team in the world for two years, and we would have been the best team, I think, in the world again for the next year, maybe two. Right. Yep. So it was, uh, you know, kind of a 
back of there. So that one was a lot tougher to watch. And, for uh, sure. But this one, you know, coming up and watching, I was obviously rooting for trying Trevor. Like, uh, one of those guys to do something. Jake is uh, probably my best best friend of yeah. beach volleyball. Like, uh, love the guy as a person, player, competitor, father, friend, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, those are my teams I wanted to go. Not because Phil dumped me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I, I almost actually think maybe Phil still probably has the best chance at a gold medal for the men. I'm hoping somebody can get into those medal rounds. It's so hard to rule him out ever. You can't. Yeah. You can't exactly. rule him out. He's, I mean, he's that good. I mean, yeah. But uh, so yeah, this year was definitely different. Yeah. Sit back and watch it. Uh, hang out with these guys a little bit. Throw a couple two cents in here and there for mm-hmm. them during their run and. Uh, yep. And it was good. They made a run out of it and made it to the last tournament, man. It was yeah. Good. We had a little run. barbecue one night and had Rosie come over and just <laughs> kind of give us his two cents. Yeah. Which was super valuable. It was mostly just about, like, enjoying the journey and, like, you're supposed to enjoy this. Like, you work hard to get to that point of competing in, in um, you know, that pressure situation and whatnot. But, yeah. like, you can just blow through it, like, with your head down if you don't, like, take a second to enjoy it and be loose and take chances yeah and just from from the outside looking in at that point like they had just lost their country quota match to go oh, to yeah. Doha at the start of the year and you know Theo and Cam are a great team and so you play them in a one match thing in a windy court on super hard surface right it's anybody's game it's like a different game down there yeah it's just one game and they lose that game and then Phil and Nick and Jake and Taylor go and get a, I think they both three and third and fourth. Yeah. yeah. So third and fourth place. That was like a, that was a big, big little thing. Yeah. Big, big dagger. So, you know, after that, I could, I, I almost saw it in like practices and some other stuff. Cause I was mm-hmm. down at the beach trying to rehab every day and I'm yeah. watching these guys and I could see it a little bit, but they're kind of like, looked like it was bothering them. And then they were both, you know, Trevor came to me and said something about Tri signing out, and Tri came to me and said something about Trevor setting. Like, guys, why are they coming to me? Like, we got to come together. Therapist yeah. Rosie. Like, you guys have been friends since you were fucking yay, yay big. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. let's get out there and talk it together. And, and like, that's kind of what it was about. It was just enjoying the process, being like, how many times are you going to get a chance to attempt to go to the Olympics, have a realistic chance with right. one of your childhood friends? May not ever right. happen again. Right. I mean, you know, hopefully with you and how many Hawaiians there are out there right now. And <laughs> yeah. Right. The young crew of guys you got, I mean, it, it, it could definitely happen again. But it's just something that gets overlooked a little bit of enjoying the process instead of letting everything just weigh you down a little bit. Yeah. Right. Whatever. So. Is that when you were making your runs in, in 08 and in 2012? And I mean, you mentioned how close you and Jake are. And I know you guys uh, loved Mike Dodd, who's, who's coaching yeah. you guys. Did you take time to kind of enjoy the process, or is that something that you look back in retrospect as something that maybe you wished you would have done a, a little bit more? Uh, I think we enjoyed it. Um, well, okay, it's, you enjoyed it's it. probably <laughs> a little bit different because both times I was in the mix of it, I did make it. So there is a different yeah. right, side right, of things right. where tries on that losing end, or in twelve it was Furbringer and. Nick. Nick Lucena, who were like right on their tail, right there. Battling. So, I mean, it could be a little different story for them. But, like, even throughout the process, a little bit of what I noticed with where Matt and Nick were and where we were, like, 
And I don't even know if they would even realize this or not, but like just sitting at lunch or mm-hmm. sitting at dinner at these tables in Switzerland or in wherever we were, you could almost feel somewhat of an awkwardness where I didn't want that. Like right. I would grab my plate and I would go sit at their table or something. Right. Yeah. But like you kind of always almost felt something a little bit, but like, I don't know. For some reason, for me, it was just, let's just all leave it on the court. I, I want to like watch you do well. Yeah. But I don't want to go to the Olympics because you don't do well. I want right. to go to the Olympics because I earned it and we battled. We had mm-hmm. a good battle and we played it. Like in 2012, I think Phil and Nick were one or two. We were like three or four. And then Matt and Nick were like five or six. Yeah. It's Crazy. Like it, was, it was like that. <laughs> like we we're three of the top six teams in the world, and it was like, you know, it sucks that more teams from certain countries can't go at those at those times. But you know, it is what it is, and everybody knows it. And it was just a, I don't know. It was a fun fun battle. Oh eight was a little bit different, just for the fact that Lambert and Stein were really like our close battle right. through oh seven. Because we have a year and a half process, right? Like 07, yeah. half of 08. We were really close. I think they're up on us a little bit. Lambert had a little scope on his knee. Yeah. I think he came back a little bit earlier during, at that time, we had ABT Hot Winter Nights when we had more than three tournaments a year. <laughs> 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 and um, I think he did He did something to his knee where he had to go back in and, we, and he never like came back on the world tour. So now all, all of a sudden our lead just like, jumped way up so 08 was kind of almost like a interesting not a breeze but definitely like just a, a more stress relief yeah. stress free <laughs> yeah. relief just play a game have fun we're yeah we were both young and we we're still doing well and enjoying it but huh. a little different process from 08 to 12 and and then 16 so i guess i had all three sides of it the 16 a little bit right i felt like we're the best team and then it got harder every year for you and then it after that, like, like I don't know. Was, <laughs> yeah. so every, I like quad, <laughs> every quad, it got harder, you know? Yeah. Breeze, <laughs> and then to the last tournament or two, yeah. and then and then craziness. Of yeah. the early, and then not even thinking, like, you got to drive this year? No. <laughs> I actually, I remember, no, uh, enjoy this <laughs> that was such a shocker that I remember where I was when I heard the news of the breakup. I was just like, wait, what? what? How much time is left? Did they <laughs> yeah. just give us the spot? Because yeah. they didn't you have much time. Right there. Yeah, me, me and Hayden were top 16. So we're like, I mean, they only have like 10, what, like they 12? They many, only had like 12, 14 events They didn't have possible. many mishaps. Right, right. You can you cannot like have a couple faulty tournaments. Could yeah. be taken a 25th. But then again, like. <laughs> but then they just started winning. They started, they ended up with pretty, okay, fairly so high it, seed. So right? Phil had stayed with me at the time. We'd have been the same difference because we only had that one twenty fifth mm-hmm. from Russia, right? Yeah, very first one. But we would have had to catch this. I mean, you guys were here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys could all see that, but they're like, I I don't even know the points. Half the point difference, or not not even that much. I mean, less than that. But let's be honest, we were we were chasing Jake and Casey the whole time. Anyway. That's who we kind of we the two years before, ever since I had been on tour, because I came in Rosie Phil era. Yeah, not Raji Phil, and you guys had been top two in the world. Like for my first two years on yeah. world tour, we weren't like really worried about you guys, but only because you were so far ahead. Normally, yeah, we were trying to 
chased Jake and Casey. That's why it was such a big shock. I was like, wait, what? What's yeah. going on here? And they had a fantastic quad. I mean, Jake and Casey were, I mean, they were winning everything. They were winning, like, most of the AVPs, and they started they out. They were winning AVPs. Win right off the bat. But the, uh, internationally, they weren't. Yeah, internationally, I think they only won one or two during our, and that during was like Phil and I's two round. years. Yeah, they won, they won a Shanghai tournament in uh, 2013, right after Phil and I had won Fuzhou, the first one. Yeah. And then, I think they made that was one, before, one more. That was the year before I was on tour, yeah. on the world tour. Yeah. Yeah, I don't then, think they uh, did that. From 2014, well. you guys came out and won Berlin. Yeah, not a qualifier. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, no, it, it was not an Olympic qualifier, no. Well, we, I was, was we weren't going for the Olympics. Yeah. But then, like, it, yeah, it moved us into the top main draw, and it was like, yeah. oh, Olympics starts next year, and we're top yeah. whatever in the world. I guess we're going for the Olympics. Bill <laughs> <laughs> and I sat down the 17th on that one, and then the next tournament was Norway. Yeah. And we won Norway, and then... It was like those three tournaments, four tournaments. Those were a good two weeks, man. Because we got fifth in Norway, and that was Grand Slam days. So I pulled in 28 Gs for Berlin. And this is me being a cheap at. Like, I went overseas and played for months and months for, you know, 15, 20 grand. Right. And I made 28 grand, and then went to Norway and made, uh, what was the fifth? 8,500. This and is then I want solo, right? This not, is solo. This by my, not just me. Okay. And then the yeah. next week, this is how money used to be. Like, <laughs> pretty and darn good. The following week, <laughs> I won my first dollars. AVP. Oh, thank you. Against for you, that up. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee, Bradley Beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We beat you earlier in the day. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, but that was like insane week for me. I was like, wait, yeah. the World Tour or this tour is freaking great. Yeah. Now you can't make as much as I made in those three weeks in a whole season. Yeah. I had a full week. Yeah, I had a full week run in that uh, 2014 year where oh, you, we oh had those two God. million dollar tournaments, right? Oh my God, yeah. So and you picked up Red Bull, and we went first in Norway, first in Switzerland, second in Netherlands, which was the million dollar one, and then first in Long Beach, which is the million dollar one. Oh, first, 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 first. What was and, the uh, what was the prize for first in the million? I think it was seventy five to split. Mm-hmm. And then, it's a good so weekend. Seventy five to split. It was like. <laughs> And then your sponsor bonuses. something for second. And then the other wins were 30, no, almost 25 or 26. So I was like. It's not even the olden yeah. days. That's, well, during, that's days. during my era. Yeah. yeah. Like it was so recent. Not that we, all, long we all talk ago. about like, you know, early 2000s and 90s as the heyday, but that was pretty good. I would say the heyday was probably got to be in the 90s when it was like. Yeah, Miller Lite Tour. The Miller Lite Tour. I mean, they had like, Cuervo. also, they had 28 tournaments Yeah, during that time. So, like, the most I had AVP-wise was 17 or 18. I think that was Like mid-2000? 07, yeah. 08, right around there. But then we also had something on the World Tour. So it was only Opens and Grand Slams during that. Right. But you had to play, I think it was eight events. Okay. Maybe it was six. You had to play at least that to get your... Bonus pool or Bonus whatever? Bonus pool. Thank mm-hmm. you. For, yes. Bonus pool. So you only got half your money at the time that you earned it. Huh. And they cut the other half in a bonus pool. And if you didn't play enough events to sort of prove loyal to the right. IBB kind of huh. thing, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that. Then at the end of the year, come like November, you get another check for half your 
Huh. Earnings. I had no idea. Which was great. What that an was, interesting that idea. Right. Bonus. That was coming up close to like tax time too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're, not making, you're not making money for a couple months. So you're figuring out taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Here's another $25,000 check. What an yeah. interesting incentive was, to 50. keep players playing on the tour. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great Smart. thing. Yeah. And eight events. Like, you can't do that much now. Task. Yeah. You With can't three do that events? now, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even FIBB, you can't really do it because if you're if you're a guy trying to play, okay, they built this star system, I think, to help build these other countries that are trying to learn or other just helping people like right spread the start sport. And get on the yeah. world tour, spread the sport a little bit. But like now, there's no five stars. There's only this many four stars. These last two years, it's been Olympic years, so you get all these best teams and these three and four stars. Yeah. So now these three and four star normals are playing one and two stars and three stars just to like and now be and able the, to play. Now the promoters have wisened up and there's no more two stars or three stars because they're like, well, if there's just ones and fours, we get all the two and three talent for the cost of a one star. Right. And if and there's you get all the five stars. And then there's no point in putting on a five star if you can get all the talent for the four star. So I think the star system in concept was done. overly it's, idealistic it's done after this year though I think in concept I, it was it? good yeah. is that what they're saying yes they're I going, so. going to a, like a three tier yeah Yeah. Oh, do you, I don't I know if, about you, this. if you like know more you about like, it kind um, of qualify up to the next tier yeah so it's like a perfect can't wait to start at the bottom top do I get my like points back injury points Rosie I don't know I think people are using their points from like four years ago at this point injury points you can get COVID points if it was four years ago I'm so confused with the ranking I look at it I'm like okay I gotta be like maybe like 12th right now I look at him it's like 20 I'm like you just gotta go ask Ed Keller he'll tell you yeah exactly we need to have anything to do with volleyball points oh dude tournaments where they're at who's playing he was the one telling me are. what i needed what we needed to yeah. do and pull off yeah like, oh, okay cool so one of our most popular episodes we've done uh, in the past couple of months was was ed keller really? yeah and people were emailing me and texting me and they're like who is this guy volleyball encyclopedia <laughs> yes. yep. what do you need to know like we played a tournament and I'm guessing the year. Oh, he would tell you in a second oh, yeah, who it was, sure. and he would tell you scores, four to everything. six of our games or whatever, and scores and like the and what the yeah. weather was like and who you played. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, who we played to get us AAA. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was just telling me yeah. about that the other day. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was fun. <laughs> what do you know? Um, <laughs> but can you shed a little more light on the? The new system oh, that's being system? proposed. Yeah, so it's a, I've heard a little bit. I don't, I don't really know. It's a tier system. Basically, there's like what I would call the championship tour, right? Um, and and then there's the intermediate level, and then the developmental level, which is kind of what the star system was trying to do, just with five. Just system. too many. Just too many levels. Yeah. So it's essentially the same thing. And I don't. They haven't announced exactly the ruling on it, but. The goal is to make it, I believe, so like the top players don't go down and play intermediate. Right. Like you just play on your tour, and there's enough events there to have that, you know, going and um, and uh, and like a full time thing. You know, yeah. if you're up at the top, you, you'll never play down if yeah. you have the opportunity to play on all the top, because there's gonna be like I don't know, ten, fifteen, whatever. The middle round will have the same amount of events, similar amount. But it'll be for the players trying to get up to the top. And yeah. it'll there'll be like open be, money, maybe. There'll also be no 
qualification. If you had the points, you're in this one. I feel like there should be. Your other points are you're in this one. Yeah, you're not in the qualifier. You're in the intermediate tour. Maybe there's a qualifier for that bottom maybe, tour or yeah. something. And then if you're, what, that's what I would think. Yeah, a five tournament week or whatever it is, and the bottom three go down. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like work. Yeah, I don't know it. how you pass people. I guess it's just straight up on points. Like you, I guess the. If you're top, let's say five in the intermediate level, you should get more. The points should overlap with the right. bottom okay. there you go. five, right? So that you you're able to pass yeah. teams. So then you can get like I love how the uh, the English Premier League does it, yeah. where if, if you finish you in the relegated. bottom and yeah, you get relegated. I kind of like that. And then the top teams get promoted. And I Cam was telling me that I guess something that was being discussed, or maybe he was just talking about, it, is like what would be a cool possibility is if like you use the intermediate tournaments. Say you, if you medal mm-hmm. in the next championship level tournament, you get bumped up. If you barbecued out of the championship level tournament, then you get right. bumped down for the next one. Problem is if they're scheduled back to back weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. That was a, so that would be a problem. But I like the concept of being able to get promoted if you do well enough in, say, five events and you get relegated if you're just like not performing. So you don't you have better get like, like the Grimalts. You know, they haven't won a match in like a year. Right. But they're still just hanging on. Oh my God. <laughs> they had a couple like great, like year and a half. Yeah. Previous to this year. Yeah, totally. They uh, started out the, the Olympic qualifying process. Yeah, it was like win great. in Sydney, win in Doha, like third, fifth, 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 fifth. And then they, and then they just like, poof, just yeah. drop. And yeah. I don't really know what happened. I haven't watched them play. There hasn't been many opportunities to watch them play. Yeah. But. The, like when I watched them in Doha, I was like, "Who can beat these guys?" Yeah, yeah they're good. <laughs> kind of like watching Varenhorst and Vandeveld right now. I'm like, how do you stop them? <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Vandeveld. Ah, <laughs> uh, he was this young guy just about starting. Like, he played his first tournament, in, I believe, in twenty fourteen. He had a wild card with Reindeer Numidor, who's okay. now either the yeah. coach or he's something. Coach, yeah, now. coach now. One of my great friends from Netherlands, like Numidor and Richard Schiel. Mm-hmm. That was like two of my favorite Dutch guys yeah. at the time. Um, so Steven Vanderbilt just had started playing and he ended up playing a tournament in Netherlands with um, Reindeer and Numidor. Yeah. And played Phil and I first round. They <laughs> got the wild card in. And yeah. In the first round. And they're, you know, home country. Steven's 18, flying around. He's already 6'8 or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. he is. Huge. And uh, now he's the defender, yeah. <laughs> playing with Baron uh, Horse. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy where that tour is going. It's yeah. Just, I mean, you know, Dude, when we Netherlands, as we know, is Netherlands a big is country. deep now. Totally. They're oh, good. we gotta bring up that game we played. It. Was that the? Was that the game? Yeah. Um, Andre George was the game. Yeah, Andre oh, George was oh, the game. They were the Vanderbilt game in Sochi. Sochi. They eliminated us oh, in that's Sochi. Right. The one before but like, was to go to the I was bl- I was getting yeah. my hands on a few of them early, and it was like blowing up my fingers and like going through. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then on Steven, and then yeah, on yeah. Vanderbilt, and then it was like he just started hitting every corner, every high, hard, like extremely yeah. hard. I was like, "All right, he's kind of feeling it." Yeah, were you if going I, out most I, of the time, or are you guys splitting? I was going out I was most watching, of the time. I can't like if I funnel it, <laughs> he's sitting back there. I mean, getting blown up. I he's think at some point, up. I mean, he's hitting hard enough where I don't know if it's if people are digging him. I didn't see right, him exactly. dig Vanderbilt. That's why, and I was trying to like kind of ball up on it, but yeah. he was hitting so high and hard that everything I get my hands on, it was like blowing up my fingers. Yeah. 
I'm like, okay, I'll seal. And then if he hits it, he's just like bouncing him on Trevor. Yeah. Like, do you think he mm. felt more of you or more of the defender? Like, see the defender, right. I'm going to hit angle, or did he feel more of you? No, I think he was playing me probably more. Yeah. But he got up, he was getting up really high and hitting really hard. So when they're getting up higher, your fan is so big. And if you're balling up, you can't reach on stuff as much, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of reaching on him reach and getting bit, fingers and off the like, top. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, let's. We don't want a guy to hit as hard. Let's throw Baron Horse. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's hitting seven too footer. high and hard. Hey, this six eight <laughs> guy is too, too high. Let's get another seven footer. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So it was kind yeah. of that kind of match. But yeah, no, they're when they're on, they're nasty for yeah. sure. I don't know. Well, I think he he probably swung himself into a shoulder injury because he had to pull out of the Continental Cup. Oh, um, did he? Which that European Continental Cup was wild. Because um, yeah, they, what happened? They so. Switzerland won, right? Switzerland won. So they brought in, uh, it was held in The Hague. So the Netherlands had home court advantage. The girls, uh, Schoon and Stam, who are my uh, Olympic dark horses, Uh um, they've been in the qualifier for the last like six tournaments and taken like fifth, fifth, ninth. They're the ones who knocked Brooke and Carey out of Ostrava and sealed their Olympic fate. Um, But they won for the women. Um, And then, so the finals were Switzerland versus the Netherlands. And poor um, Smolaus and Smedens, like, so the Continental Cup is two teams from each country yeah. for the listeners. And uh, yeah. you're playing. So if, if me and Try are one country and Rosie and uh, Furbringer are another country and uh, me and Try win one, Rosie and Furby win the next, then it goes to a golden match. And so whoever wins that, the country moves on. Uh. So Smolavs and Smedens uh, were without the help of Plavins and Tox because they'd already qualified for the Olympics. Uh. So they'd win. Whoever their second team was, maybe Regza, uh-huh, right. they, they would lose. So Smolaz and Smedens would have to win two matches basically every time just to advance. Yeah. Oh, and they lost like 17 uh-huh. 15 in the third and the semis to, to the Netherlands. Netherlands. To Varenhorst and, uh, and Ruben Peninga was filling in for uh, Steven Vandeveld. And Peninga was just falling out. And they played um, Gerson and Heydrich in the golden match. So Peninga was trying to qualify the spot for the Netherlands for Which probably would have gone to Varenhorst and Vandeveld, which is such a trippy concept. Do they (laughs) play a game for that spot? Well, every federation is different. They have their own. So Switzerland, um, I was talking to Marker Kradiger about this. So uh, Marker Kradiger and Florian Breer like balled out through the whole Continental Cup and helped Gerson and Heydrich earn Olympic bid. But they just give it to the team with the highest points. So it just, like, Kratiger and Bria did all this work to get someone else into the Olympics. Yeah. Which is cool because, like, they're your boys. But at the Absolutely. same time, you're like, oh. And he, are and they? Krat- they, had, they had their chance. <laughs> they don't have a country quota to deal with. So, yeah, they're yeah, boys. Exactly. They did. Well, they had, a, they had a two and a half year run for that, right. uh, you know. Or, right, exactly. Or a quad. They or, had their shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, Actually, a three and a half year run. Yeah. Oh, what a five. Five year quad. <laughs> what do you call it? What do you call that? <laughs> but, uh, but, like, Canada would then, like, if they would have qualified, which they lost uh, in the. So, Norseka doesn't do a golden match, it does a golden set. One set to 15. Golden set. Golden oh my set. God. So, Canada was in the finals against Mexico, and um, Pedlo and Schachter lost pretty bad to Rubio and Gashiola, the new Mexican ones team. And so they put Ben... Who are like seated... I think they're still seated higher than us in the World Tour. I haven't even seen them all year. Rubio and Gashiola. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they're probably in Cancun. Um, 
So they had Ben. I don't even remember. So they had Ben and uh, Grant O'Gorman. They beat uh, Virgin and Antaveras, and then they they played one set to fifteen. An Olympic bid on the line. One set after a five-year quad. And you could pick is, either of these two teams. And or the coach has to choose. Or you could mismatch the, the teams. You could have put Ben with Sam Schachter if you want. <laughs> it's insane. Switzerland did that. Wait, they what put, happened here? No way. I didn't even know about that. So Mexico won. You play one set to 15. Uh-huh. It's like shitting rain the whole day. Like terrible conditions. Where is this out at? In Colima City, Mexico. And Mexican oh, fans are like Mexico. pack stands, yeah. full oh, house, yeah. going crazy. You been to a soccer match down there? <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. Done that. Good I have, been. have you been there? Yeah. And, um, so Probably Canada went like up four one in the third. Well, in the third, the golden set mm-hmm. to fifteen, and uh, Rubio and Gasquillo came back and, and won fifteen thirteen. So who's got the bid? Mexico. But then Mexico, Which those Gaxiola. two teams played each other. And so yeah. I saw something on the. And that's what Mexican team got the bid. I don't know. I, I don't know how they do it. I, you got to say Gasquillo at this point. I, I, yeah. I saw Mexico play in Mexico, and Mexico won fifteen twelve and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I feel like it was the younger team, not uh, Juan Huberes, okay. who was playing yeah. more when I was playing. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, the younger team. Rubio, I don't know what. Ruben Gasciola are far the better team right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Virgin Ontiveros, they looked awful. Right. Okay. Ben and yeah, yeah. Grant. So I, they should go, mm. I think. And they made the finals in I, Doha. They won, they won that 7 2. Okay. Against the other Mexico team. I don't even know if that's what that was. I saw them playing against each other in yeah. the pouring rain. So maybe they did it yeah. after. Okay. Which is that just like so crazy it that like you battle media. with your guys like to get this Olympic spot and you're like, all right, we were best friends and now uh, yeah, I gotta beat now you. It's, <laughs> <laughs> now it's, it's game time. It's so nuts. Let's go. Dude, that's impressive. All right, everyone, gonna take a quick time out from Sandcast to shout out our sponsors. Wilson always sticking with us from day one. Wilson has been with Sandcast, sponsoring the show and helping it. Keep moving forward, and we appreciate Wilson so much, and they make the absolute best balls in volleyball. No question about it. It's why everyone, anytime you go to a beach and you see someone playing volleyball, they're playing with a Wilson. All right, and this starts all the way back. Tom Hanks, he knew it in Castaway. Wilson was his boy because Wilson's the number one ball in beach volleyball. So use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off your order of Wilson. That's not even just volleyballs. That's for any Wilson product you want. All right, so Sandcast-20 for 20% off. And now, back to the show. Yeah, so the Continental Cup system. It's such a shit show, this whole thing. Because so every country is qualifying in a different way. <laughs> the qualification system that you're competing in, the World Tour, has different regulations for different teams. For example, if you're from the same country you don't get to go if you qualify because other people from your country qualified right. or like yeah it's just there's so many different we're not even competing against each other we're competing against the system and seeing if we can <laughs> plug ourselves into <laughs> right. one of the loopholes yeah well, like the 08 and 12 and i even want to say 16 they try to bring it up but usa volleyball always like was almost fortunate like this that year when olympic qualifying started it wasn't the two years prior to that when the quad is starting yeah, Olympic qualifying starting, and the guys for those two years who are out there busting their butt to keep their points up, going from an AVP straight over to an FIVB, coming back mm-hmm. here, going back over there for three weeks and coming right. home after six weeks or whatever to keep their points up to you know have their spot, and then the USA Volleyball is trying to say no, we're gonna have a one tournament thing, and all those players over there, we're working our ass off for these spots, right? 
and they like, get a shot for it. Like, fuck yeah. no, dude. And right. I've seen, like... We are in the spot. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Get in the spot. Like, it's hard to, like, fathom that. You better... If you're going to... pushing for an Olympic trial. Right. I'm like, that is batshit insane to do one tournament. You can have one tournament <laughs> where, crazy. like, you and I could go in there and just have a great day. <laughs> and win this tournament. And, like... Yep. Well, for some people who don't go overseas... Or maybe have played one or two. You don't know how good those teams are for right. one. Or can you play with the ball? Can you can travel you play and play? Ball. Can you play with travel. the ball? Can you yeah, understand can you tra- that style of play? Exactly. We have Going plenty of players that, I mean, that are great on the AVP that have never even sniffed the main when, draw. Right. FIVB. Exactly. When we are starting, when I start, I didn't even think about FIVB. It was never never even crossed my mind. and I already won a couple AVP events. Right. And it's still, I never even crossed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Jake asked me to play in 2000, at the end of 2005. And that's the first time international, like, even crossed my mind. And I'd yeah. already won a couple tournaments on the Interesting. ABC. Yeah. So I was like, you got to sit here. You got to pay your dues over here, which is hard to say now because you don't have anything to pay with. <laughs> but, you know, like, you got to, like, I feel like if you want to play and represent your country over there in the world, it's a little bit different now with the one stars and all this stuff and maybe even this new system. But like it wasn't that easy to get over there before. Yeah. And I was like, you gotta do well here. Beat your own country here and be a top five team and then work your way over there. You know what I mean? It was like I feel like uh it's definitely not this. I don't want this to get taken the wrong way, but like, you know, participation trophies and stuff like that. Like right. people are just like giving out trophies to like go it's it was earned to get over there yeah and totally. it's it, it's a big thing to go over there and play with that you you know your country on your chest and in those big tournaments and tough stuff man those guys are the real deal that's the best in the world our top yeah. five teams always from back in the day through my time into your time we're struggling to get three teams in the top 10 yeah on the world tour and we sit out here on the avp and do really well you guys still mm-hmm. jake are in the semifinals darn near every week mm-hmm. you're on the world tour you're fighting to get top tens yeah yeah totally. on a somewhat consistent basis yeah you know it's uh it's a real deal tour over there and it's not something that's just like oh i just made it on tour i think i should go over there and play for the country no yeah i mean work your way here yeah like, you know what i mean yeah like, the pressure the time commitment the playing style the level of play, everything's just so different. So it wouldn't really make sense to do the trials any other way than just proving yourself on that specific tour. On that tour but the, those the crazy thing is that like there's some potential incentive to finally build this domestic tour back up by using this trial system and not mm-hmm. letting FIVB dictate what we do as players for half the quad every year. Um, by taking the power away from the FIV with the Olympic trials. And that's kind of the question is, would it be worth it? Like, everybody knows the system. You go earn it on FIV, that's exactly what makes sense. But is it worth the sacrifice to maybe get this sport to where it needs to be domestically? Which I think I'm open to having the conversation now. Um, But I think it would need to be like, set in stone at the beginning of the whole quad yeah. so everyone can pick how they go about their lives you can't do it later you can't right. have teams go put in the work and then at the end be like 
Okay, anyone's shot. One turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there has to be there has to be some sort of way of you participating in a certain amount of events. Right. Having yeah, a certain yeah, yeah. amount of finishes or it's hard to even do points or even money because all that stuff changes all the time, but like certain amount of finishes in certain events and those teams that hit those qualifiers or whatever, like those um, benchmarks, benchmarks, or whatever, exactly. Yeah. They they maybe have a shot at this because trials would be like a cool thing. Yeah, it was exactly. just last week that you're watching the track and field and the swimming. Yeah. These like you know Olympic qualifications where it's it's a big deal and that and could I be think our really sport well would get for even our bigger. It would, yeah, it, it would help. I think the sport, but it's like. What do we sacrifice to, to get that, right? <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to get over there and earn my spot and give it up to you know, say right. and Paul to like <laughs> hand out to somebody else. Right. Like, wait a minute. What yeah. was the system that was proposed? Yeah. Um, like, so like these teams at the bottom would have to play each other to get up to you for like, uh, I don't know. There was like some system. It must be like nine and 10 play each other and the winner of that plays eight. The winner of that eight versus nine or ten right so, so like for the ten to win it they would have to win like, <laughs> yeah. like all the way yeah but at the end of the day now you, you still have the chance for those top two teams who should be going right well they had a trials in 96 yeah in the very first and someone and I think Spring is Oklahoma. the only example you need of why it's a terrible idea mm-hmm because they were in the semis like him and Adam Johnson were just well, smashing the, but, the but the US the got well, gold and silver in them yeah, <laughs> Olympics. Well, so we yeah. did send three teams, so maybe. And we, we sent three. I don't consider. We got a fifth. We got a fifth too. They almost beat Karch. They did. They had oh, still one of the greatest matches it is. ever. Carl Henkel just like no way blacked out. Just went went off. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, played so well. And he lost. And he lost. <laughs> but that match was wow. epic. I mean, crazy. Fifteen thirteen was it higher than that? I think it was sixteen fourteen or maybe seventeen fifteen. Old school scoring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. old school crazy. scoring like Atlanta. It was awesome. And that was the first. They, they took it down off YouTube, so you can't find it anymore. What? But yeah, can't find it. Yeah, they took it down. The guy, uh, the guy who runs uh, Lee's Classics, the YouTube channel, he had all those old school videos up. But uh, the Olympic, the like any Olympic content was just like wiped from YouTube because oh. um, they have it like <clears throat> copyrighted and stuff. They so, could have at but, least repost it. But if you can find so the So you match. have to wait until after the Olympics, and then it might be. <laughs> yeah, so probably. right after these Olympics, yeah. it'll be back up. Yeah, but that match was crazy. But I grab another I one got you, I got you. Yeah. All right. Tries got us. I'll take one, too. Um, but that, like, like, Randy and Adam Johnson were just rolling. Yeah. And so they were in the semis. It was a double elimination trial where if you, uh, you got to the winner semis, all you had to do was win one more. And so... Yeah. Uh, hitting one more jump serve, ball boy like rolls a ball back to the end line. Randy lands on the ball, sprains his ankle, and they just get like waxed in the next two matches because he like yeah. can't. He's not full Randy, okay, right. and um, so he's like the only example I need. Like trials are just a bad idea. And that was the one time that we had trials. Yeah, and like and obviously, was, uh, I mean, we still had two. Unfortunately, teams. we've had so many. Yeah, and that too. We did still have gold and silver in right. the Olympics, but. Um, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Kona Brew. Applied, Kona Brew. We're back. I mean, how many games have been played since on like <laughs> Olympic level, qualifying level, all this stuff? We're yeah. like, 
That doesn't happen. Like, it was just I know. such just an unfortunate situation. Yeah. yeah. And Randy, like, when we had him on the podcast, he still gets, like, emotional about that. He's like, you know, I'm a CBVA Hall of Famer. I was first guy to make a million dollars. I was this, that, and the other. But I am not an Olympian because yeah. I fell on a ball in the trials. He's like, oh. Just starts to hear. Could have lost. Could have lost. Because, yeah. I mean, he did Could've have to lost. beat Don no. Whitmarsh. And he did have to beat Kenton, or Kenton Karch, which yeah. is like... <laughs> Best Above average world. players. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, that was the winner semis against Donna Whitmarsh, right? Because mm-hmm. then after that, then they played. Because Donna, Donna Whitmarsh beat Karch and Kent. Crushed him. Crushed him. Yeah. In that one. Like fifteen eight. Yeah. That's pretty good knowledge by you. That's <laughs> our guy. Ed Keller, Ed and Keller and Travis. Me and Ed Keller. <laughs> I just, I just somewhat know because I'm old and Mike coached me for a while, so <laughs> that's kind of why I know a bit of it, but. I love Dodd. It's cool to see Dodd uh, out on the beach so much again. You go to 21st Street on Monday or Thursday or Saturday or Sunday. You're going <laughs> to see Hoblin out there. <laughs> and he hasn't changed. He's running his mouth, letting yep. everybody know oh, that yeah. he's there. <laughs> yep. And then when Mike plays, it's the same old Mike. He's just can't tell he's there besides he's digging every ball. Right. Passing nails. Witty little <laughs> one liners. You know? Yeah, witty one liners. Uh, Hobby Dodd. Hoblin. I, I heard the, him drop the funniest line at 21st Street. A guy like dug him and uh, was talking trash to him. He's like, I tell you what, why don't you go to the Manhattan Pier and uh, why don't you shine up my plaques? <laughs> There's five of them. <laughs> I'm going to take like, a wild this... guess that person's name is Landon. <laughs> Sorry, Landon. Trying to throw that out there. That was my partner in the fucking uh, Solstice tournament. <laughs> Landon was my hitter. Yeah, first four man tournament I got to like set at. Uh, in our there's nothing better than uh, setting in fours. You know the Hermosa Beach four man. You weren't allowed to ever, were you? No, I've always been hitting forever. Like, <laughs> and I love that. It's a great workout and everything. But I just had a coming off shoulder and knee surgery yeah. and trying to figure things out. Trying to remember how to play this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we still <laughs> got some fun. time. I mean, our our quote unquote season doesn't start till mid August. So. Yeah, we got we got the start of our season in mid mid August. Hopefully, they'll come out with the second half of the season, uh, you know, mid September. Yeah, and then uh, maybe the final third of the hot winter nights or something. <laughs> so, AVP, we got some work. Let's get some tourneys out there. The fans need it. They want it. They don't want three events. They want to play. Yeah, <laughs> man. You've heard it's it. It's not even just for the players. It's more for the fans. We need totally. tournaments, and not only that, for the sponsors as well. They need. And not. They need. Platform. A platform to yeah. put their stuff out. Like yeah. three tournaments, is, you know, lose everybody. Well, and like love AVP, love our sponsors, and all this stuff. Next and all this stuff. Yeah, and people yeah. playing grass were just dropping like flies, because like so your bummed. body's just not ready. And people so bummed. Just so bummed. Uh, I, I just heard about Katie Spiller yesterday, and then what happened to Katie? She hurt her knee pretty bad. Grass. Well, yeah. Refrigerator. Still, uh, you know, hopefully. I don't know if she's got me on Playing in the AVP grass. The AVP grass. Yeah, she was in the semis. And Katie's just like, if you put a volleyball on any surface, she'll play it. Yeah. And like, she's won a bunch of grass tournaments. She won on, she's won on like dirt in Norsecas and she's won in snow. So like volleyball, like she'll play. Right. And so she like, she won't have any hard feelings about playing grass. But yeah, I think uh, your body's just not used to playing on it. It's like, if you play pickup basketball, you're probably going to 
hurt yourself. Players that go play should be going to play that f- just for fun, not because it's like, well, there's a little opportunity to make money. And yeah. For people to go make money, sure, but like, not the top pros. They shouldn't be looking down. Like, for example, I'm, and I'm happy to do it, but it's like, I'm looking to go play in the AVP next in Atlantic City, potentially. Right. Because that's all that's there. Yeah. Like, that's so it's a way for you to compete right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I, I only have three finishes. The whole Champions Cup didn't count. So I'm still suffering off the broken hand. <laughs> where where we, we somehow let Trevor get on the pier without me with Reed 30. <laughs> Someone let, let that happen. Um, hey, note to everybody out there don't go punching volleyball poles when you don't pick up a It wasn't shot. even a pole. Well, first of all, it was out. You hit it out. <laughs> and I won the match <laughs> on that point. And I hit it right in the middle of the pads. But <laughs> the pads need to be padded. Like it was like more like a sheet on the poles. Yeah. Or maybe I just. Maybe you're just stronger than you thought. Or weaker. (laughs) (laughs) Every time (laughs) my bones are just. Every time I watch someone like in frustration hit the pole, I'm like, "Don't do that!" (laughs) I I walked. Save yourself. No, the best. The best was like maybe one or two events later. Like when I had come back and I was playing good again. uh, Someone from the stands, like I, I did something and I walked by the pole. They're like. Hey, don't hit the ref staff. <laughs> Take it easy on the ref staff. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. Okay. You're right. You're probably right. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and walk all the way around. And now with the COVID protocols, it's like, you're going to have to walk three miles around, make sure you don't look at anyone. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. crazy. It's so crazy. But that freaking broken hand, it's like a, a good um, test for my ego. The fact that it's still, you know, it's like a, what would have, I looked at the beach volleyball stats, did a post today about me and Trevor mm-hmm. and our stats and the one the only finish not ninth or better was Vienna. Really? Which was a forfeit. That's impressive. Broken hand. Yeah. Let Trevor went, get on the pier and I had been in the, well, I made two finals before I got sick. Yeah. And then Trevor wins it without me. And then... You know, Olympics, uh, Rome, they get Jake, uh, or sorry, Jake and Phil and them in Vienna got like a fifth or like top five. Yeah. And then Rome got a fourth. Jake and I think, got Jake. fourth. Yeah. So like literally right when I am most exposed every time top it's been capitalized on. We lose the country quota, boom, top again. Yeah. It's like Third, fourth. Yeah. All my little mishaps. Yeah. And the only reason we're in the country quota playing against Theo and them is because I got messed up during the five stars and everyone's points jumped up because they right. had five star points. And we kept yeah. playing and we dropped events. Yeah. So Brutal. That's, that's my like <laughs> mental thing I have to get over in my head. <laughs> yeah. And I did it celebrating. Which is the funniest thing. And it wasn't even like a full slap it was just like there's a double hand it's like one of those this it was like a rock'em sock'em like you know those toys you went out that hard i mean obviously kind of the wrong spot well so i heard or more recently i could they're talking some boxer was talking and they say you hit him with these two fingers your pinky and your next one you break your hand you hit him with these two you break the other one you break their face yeah or whatever (laughs) i was like and, and so the bars were kind of Xing in the back yeah. behind the, the sheet that I couldn't see what was behind me. I thought it was just pads. 
and I felt I own the pole only clipped that last finger. Yeah. Uh, so all the pressure went straight into that and just oh, snapped it. No. So it was like literally no. the perfect storm, and I was so it wasn't being like an egotistical douche like right. punching yeah. a pole because I was pissed. And it wasn't even like it wasn't like a flamboyant celebration oh, either. That's it was just like sore. A, weird. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. Next morning, it's all <laughs> swollen. We get an X-ray. It was. I mean, the the trainer kind of Wayne knew he kind of knew it was broken, but he didn't want to say anything. Yeah. We're gonna get X-ray in the morning. Got it set up with a doctor. So I don't. I mean, I'm assuming I'm playing, and it hurt. I was like, whatever. Let's, yeah. Let's do this. And then me and Jose go and get the X-ray, and Doc just shows me, and it's like, you don't have to tell me this, bro. He's literally like. Pfft. Like fully snapped ah. in the x-ray and I was just so bummed and then I, I didn't even go to the court Trevor's warming up and I'm just in the training room and they go and tell him I'm just like Trevor's and, and I know Trevor's like just tell him to play yeah like cause he didn't see the x-ray or anything right. like that he's like tell him get out here and I was like yeah I don't think I I'll can. do it all myself I got it <laughs> I don't dude. think I can <laughs> play with that <laughs> like and we're playing El- a Flugan and Ellers like this giant seven footer yeah I'm gonna block high hand, like let him try <laughs> yeah. hit high hands on me. I think at that point you just gotta play defense. Yeah, for sure. We're yep. to, but uh, I, I mean, tried in passing Rome, balls. You came out with the club, and it was uh, the vibration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, it was like that. You know? yeah. It was fully yeah. like. So like the, <laughs> that didn't feel too good. No, no way. I played in Rome, and then I find out after that, um, Rossi. We played Carambula Rossi. Yeah. And I played left-handed to start. Um, it was five stars so we we literally gained points just for getting 25th that's why I showed up and my baby was due a week later but I went anyway (laughs) yeah Uh, and then I find out Rossi was really sick that match I'm like we could I could have maybe just played right handed like popped it around and like made him run and maybe could have pulled that out (laughs) it was rough anyway that was long winded we're all healthy now how are you feeling Uh, how are you ish uh, well, Rosie's been yesterday. Shoulder surgery, knee surgery. I had knee surgery six weeks ago, okay. and then I played a couple Jeez. of these four-man tournaments. And the last one was an Eighth Street drunk draw tournament. Yes, there was a few conos flying around and some other stuff. And <laughs> I played and I was hitting in that, but that hitting an Eighth Street drunk draw tournaments different than the twenty-first and right. sixteenth Street tournaments. A different level, yeah, by far. I went. I, I, uh, I think I'm playing on Sunday, 4th of July at 16th, but I'm not hitting. I'm setting. <laughs> uh, but my knee, like, blew up a little bit. So I just had 125 cc's of fluid drained out of my knee yesterday. Oh, shit. So. I don't know much about science, but that seems like a high number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the cc's is either, but, like, it was a lot. It was, like, four big Four plus big. I feel tubes. like I would have known yeah. that because like, taking it. And but you have you have naturally like well, well, my v, my VMOs used to be used to be big. They're still giant. Like people tell giant. me, I have giant quads. But yeah. like, look at mine next year, smashing. I don't know. My <laughs> I might still have extra. Fluid yeah, that's a little, maybe maybe that's. <laughs> maybe, where, maybe I've been looking at the whole <laughs> the whole podcast. But, I've been looking at uh, it like, geez, look and then and this knee I had a. I had an injection in this knee uh, with uh, a lubricant, basically. We're going to put a cortisone, okay. but we want to try out the lubricant Joe first and uh, just see how that kind of reacts. And so far, it's reacting good, but that, I mean, that, again, that was just yesterday. Dr. Brad Thomas, 
Shout Shoe out. City Orthopedics, dude. Shout out. Uh, great shoulder knee specialist over here in Manhattan, Hermosa. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, I'm just figuring out, just trying to come back. Avery's just sitting there just drooling over, Jonesy. like, when am I going to get back? Let's go. <laughs> I want to play. Avery wants to play every day. I can't really. I want to. Uh, but so, yeah, so all of us all healthy? Not quite. I'm getting there. Yeah. Working my way there. On the men. I want to be. On the men. Yeah. <laughs> on the men. Uh, if you asked me Sunday and Monday, I would have been trying to get up from this couch and like using 90% of my arms. Yeah. Oh. Now I can like just get up with no arms. So that's, Jeez. And that's just in two days. That was just the relief. And mainly, you were just setting. Mainly from this. Imagine the gym. No, I hit, I hit at the okay. street one. Okay. Uh, but it was like, you know, jumping this much. I can chop the ball around. Yeah. Standing yeah. hit a few times. Yeah. But I did play six matches to 15. Uh, in those. So you guys must have went pretty far. In <laughs> went to the finals. This guy. Oh, not in the Solstice. Not in Solstice. Okay. No, this is Ace Street. Him and Taylor Crabb will play in any Seriously. Time, anytime, anywhere. Well, you know yeah. what? Like, a, main, a big thing of why I fell in love with beach volleyball is this beach community here yeah. in Hermosa Beach and all these Ace Street drunk draw. Mm-hmm. 16th Street has the four man mm-hmm. Labor Day, Memorial Day, Cinco de Mayo, 21st has the Solstice. Yeah. 27th has the Sea Right. Uh, Calcutta. The, Cal- the Calcutta is the Labor Day That's at 16th biggie. Street. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's it's just part of the culture down here. It is. And you're, I mean, you're born and raised here, so that's like And know, that's like family. what I fell in love with beach volleyball for the purpose of the beach and the people and the hanging and the partying. And Kona like, Brew. You know, and the Kona Brews coming yeah. out. Like, <laughs> um, so... It's hard for me to pass those up when there's an opportunity mm-hmm. to like go back, especially Eighth Street, because that's where I was born and raised yeah. and played. And um, you know, I felt good enough, like to where I, I didn't have to push it a ton, but like I could try it out kind of there. And yeah, and I figured out that was a little bit more than I can handle right now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But got a drain. I'm back. I almost feel like the day before that tournament. Actually, I do. I probably feel better than that. So yeah. That was good. That's good. I feel like <laughs> tournaments like that, I mean, you look at, and you're one of the most popular U.S. players of the last, I don't know, 20 years. And now you get Taylor, who's currently arguably the most popular player in the U.S. now. And it's just like guys who just play in all these tournaments wherever. Yeah. It's like FUDs. Yeah. Volleyball. Absolutely. Solstice. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Crass Nationals. And, and why they're the most popular fan favorites is because they're there with the fans yeah, and right. with the people and exactly. playing with the people yep. and hanging out and going and having some drinks with the people and yeah. just being yourself yeah, and uh, enjoying yourself and not just feel like this is only work or right. a full-time job because right. my whole life everybody's like, you have a job? I'm like, well, I mean, I play beach volleyball. <laughs> it's, yeah, that is my work. It's my job, but <laughs> yeah. is it a job? No. Yeah. That's why I love right. the life. I love volleyball. I had the best office in the world for a lot of years and, and I just hope that can be the same for this next coming generation not only for the male players but also the female players who i feel are in a better spot right now they're gonna carry they're gonna carry us <laughs> oh, yeah. for a little but, while but the women have a way if you're you'd rather be on the men's side the women are going to carry the men but you'd rather be on the men's side because there's it's almost opposite so of much what? competition coming yep. up yeah. for the women whereas the men are just going to kind of float up 
yeah. with whatever they do, you know? Yeah. And, and when I was playing, it was more like, it was definitely both. The men and women were both playing, like the, the AVP had come together, Leonard Amato had made it that way uh, from, you know, there was a WPBA and then an AVP. Right. Leonard Amato bought, bought the tour and he and Holly had been married for years and years, brought it all together and it was good, but there was like, you know, this core of like six to eight women's teams that were always within that semifinals, fifth place right. realm. And then you had the, some others that were fluctuating in the back. And now the women are so deep, teams are coming out of the qualifier in taking the last thirds. two years, taking yeah. thirds and whatever with a majority of our best teams where our men's side yeah. is now our top teams are here. And our there's a sizable then, gap. There's a sizable gap of our top between five, like the, the regular quarterfinals and, and yeah. And uh, so it's uh, you'd rather be on the men's side if you're <laughs> yeah. a, play, right if you're a player. <laughs> yeah, right now, yes. And I look at the battle, you know, that Delaney has, for example, especially with only ten teams being straight into main draw for AVP. Like normal draws, I think Delaney would have been would have been fine. They got back. I'm like ten. You're back in these qualifiers where like the 70 seed oh. is like two court one college players. Right, like, exactly. No way. <laughs> that's rough. That's that's another thing with this three tournaments coming out <laughs> with the AVP that I'm pretty bummed at. It's like yeah. Chicago, Atlanta, Manhattan. Chicago, Manhattan. Everybody knows. Plenty of rooms. Plenty of room. Plenty of courts. Uh, plenty of talent. Plenty of people. Yeah. Atlanta, I don't know if it's going to be where we played in 07, 08, and 09. If it is, there's not much room there. I could kind of maybe see it. Yeah. Uh, but Manhattan and Chicago, no question, should be 24 teams in Chicago at least, maybe 32, and Manhattan should be 32 teams at least, maybe 64 in yeah. the main draw if you're having three tournaments for this year. Like, why cut the people out that are struggling, that feel like they're professional beach volleyball players, and then now uh, you're cutting, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, for one, three tournaments, and now you're cutting down, like, shoot, I'm going to have to ask for a wild card. By the way, can I get a wild card after saying all that? <laughs> Actually, I might need that, so. Uh, if Avery's even going to i got to see what I'm here. You don't need to edit it. No, I'm just saying. Hey, if I ask for a wild card, I feel like I deserve one. I'm just saying. This is Rosie's wild card. Go check it. Go check it here. Avery, I'm working for us, all right? <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but no, I have no idea where the points are. Like, I don't know yeah. if I have 200 points or 2,000 points. Like, I've never yeah. even looked at points. Probably so. somewhere in between. Yeah, I'm going to guess maybe. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a COVID year, so yeah, where am I? <laughs> Dude, I don't know I either. Saving? I don't know either, to yeah. be honest. I'm just hoping uh, on main draw. Hey, just if you have any questions, go to Ed. If Ed doesn't have the answer, no I wouldn't say does. go to Travis, but nobody does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's a question for you there, Rosie. So I asked, uh, I think, maybe Kim Hildreth when she was on the podcast. So you mentioned 64-team draw from Manhattan. Absolutely. So would you rather expand the draw, but say only top 32 get paid? Because like, I feel like you know, we, we can't, probably can't have the best, best of both worlds. We either probably need smaller draw with yeah. those teams getting paid or bigger draw where players feel like professionals. You're involved, like you're in the tent with a Rosie, a Phil, a Try, a Trevor. Like you're seeing like that you're in it, but 
if you don't get top 32, then like you don't actually make money. I qualified for the Manhattan Open in 97. Yeah. Uh, I was 16 years old, went to the tent with all the players. Uh, that was a life changer for me. That was like, uh, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. And here we go. Um, 64 teams. There's another place in there where if you lose and then you win, I don't know what that is, 48 maybe. It might be in a 64 bracket. I'm not sure what that place would be, but yeah. Uh, only Uno Dos didn't get paid. Okay. And the rest did. I would have took the money at 16. You know, for one of the lives only, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. If one I had made money that week, I would have accepted it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I was, it was cards I was dealt when I was younger. It was like I have a. We can do a whole nother story on that. But we should uh, do a documentary on that one. We should. It was, uh, you know, but. For me to get in there and be able to put, at the time you had to have a patch. It wasn't like a like a patch, like a pass that you carry. Pass around that you carry around. It was a patch that you had to put on your shorts and you like iron on your shorts. That time it was yeah. just like something special. Cool. Yeah. To like walk into that tent and there's Karch and Mike Dodd and all these guys. So it was like a special weekend for me. And whether what that's gonna happen was is it? Manhattan Open Manhattan '97. Wow. Yeah, it was uh it was the week before I turned 17. It was like probably early. That's insane. Mid-June, I think. <laughs> I was 16. Yeah. Crazy. So was something I found out right then and there. Like, this is what I want to do. And mm -hmm. there I am. However many years later. That's quite a few after that. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. 15 years after that. Or Imagine 25 years. I'm sorry. 25 Imagine if years you had a jump, uh, a jump meter on you yeah. for how long you've been playing. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't start like... So my kids started playing like sports this year, right? Like, or not this year, but a couple of years ago. And I yeah. almost feel like when they started like four in soccer, I'm like, is that too? I'm an athlete. Right. I love sports. I love like yeah. running around. But I'm like, is this too early? I almost feel like it can make, you could play with them for sure with yourselves and yeah. like go down to the beach and play, go to the park or whatever, playing for fun. But when you get on the team and, it's not like the coaches are yelling at that age or anything like that. <laughs> right. But there's definitely like, I feel no like there pressure. could be kids that can be like, I don't like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like kind of lose interest For when sure. it's like that young. When I started playing team sports, I think it was eight or nine maybe. Yeah. And it was all different ones. It was basketball, baseball, soccer. Those three came, you know, about three months three to four months per season or whatever. It was like those three got me through the year every yeah. year. And like by then it was like my choice. I wanted to do it. Right. And it was like, I, I feel like there's a lot of like parent influence now. It's like, all right, we're oh, playing. It's we're great. doing this. There's club, there's this, there's yeah. that. And it's all like one sport push, whether it's volleyball or whether it's right. all these other things. We're like, you gotta put all these sports, you gotta let them play. Yeah everything I mean soccer works great for your foot eye coordination totally yeah. basketball ping pong play everything yeah ping pong I don't know how I threw that in there but <laughs> you know what I mean that works just yeah you're speaking my dad's language he was like one of my biggest regrets in life is putting you boys in t-ball <laughs> and we were great because we had a great that, neighborhood that's my mom yeah. says that too <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't like watching it and you hated playing it <laughs> yeah. 
We were bored as hell. Right? It's like these kids, like, you just put them in these rules. And, and you know, we, we were really fortunate with our neighborhood because we had all really young kids, like my age. Go in your neighborhood just, like, and go on the street and we'd play. we football in the backyard, tackle, and, like, have home Sounds run derbies and roller hockey. And we just mm-hmm. made up stuff to do. And we ended yeah. up, like, around fifth grade, like, all of us started getting into more organized sports and club sports, which I think is probably a, a decent age. But now I feel like parents, like, they look at their three-year-old as just learning, like, between blue and green. They're like, we're getting you a college scholarship. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> but obviously, it worked out for you, playing multiple sports. And I think, like... Tim Baumgren's a big believer well, how in many, too. How many people have we asked on this show? Right. They're just like, play as many sports. We should you. pull every clip of every person that says that. It would probably be like 25 athletes Minimum. that said that. Yeah. Well, if you're doing just this in 10 years, them. that's going to lower down. That number's going to lower down. Probably, yeah. Because they fall. Yeah. The, the, the newer ones are more one sport. Specialization's becoming so much yeah. more popular. I'm just going to have we my... Do, uh, we should do almost like a... Whatever kind of game or, or this, you know, Olympic kind of sport kind of thing where it's like you play one game of baseball, one game of basketball, oh, yeah, one yeah, game yeah. of this yeah. with like South Bay and Dude, totally. And so I these guys. Because they used that. to do that back in the day. And What do you call that? Like a, like a decathlon. Well, yeah, yeah, but we don't need the ten. Ultimate. We can Who's do like whatever, best? like yeah. five different sports from Who's like different athlete, different like, on athlete. Awesome. <laughs> like Santa Barbara does that, uh, what's but even called? like the, groups the of like drive, or? on the Dinkin Drive is great. Yeah, it's awesome. That's what's in the Santa Dinkin Barbara. Drive? You play a four, blind draw forest volleyball, and then you play. Is, is it a scramble? The same team. Same team plays on Saturday. They play four man volleyball, and then on Sunday they play four man golf. Saturday night, there's one point for the team if everybody's there at midnight. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, and that one point sometimes comes into comes oh, yeah. into play for sure. Golf, but it's not, but that's just, just golf two. and volleyball. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What just if we two. did like five or? It'd be fun. More. Interesting. You could do that with teams or with like Sandcast where Cup. people live. Sandcast Cup. <laughs> like the OC to like. Right. Redondo we'll to Hermosa to Manhattan because yeah. you can't really put all three of those together. It might be too big for our little like. Right. Yeah. Right, okay. Or yeah, Hawaii team. You just want your Hawaii team. For Finishing the event is on the island. Yeah. I'll be Hermosa. I just moved to Hermosa. <laughs> I know, yeah, right? Let's go. Are you guys in your spot? Finally made it. Second night. Last really? Night. Yeah. So nice. Got Finally. the ocean view. Ocean view. Looks sick. It's sick. Yeah. Where at? Nineteenth Street. We're in the little. We're in the top. That's not the place that you guys. When I saw you in the alley that you guys were renting. No, no, no. But right up the street from that. Okay. Right up the street. Yeah, we that. finally got our own spot. Nice. Yeah. So we're right there. So now we're all walking distance from. <laughs> yeah, where are you at? You were down uh, there now. Yeah, just so everybody, yeah, yeah. just so all the fans know exactly where we all live. <laughs> <laughs> Here's all of our addresses, phone numbers, social security uh, while we're at it. <laughs> I'm in North Redondo. I was born and raised in North Redondo. I'm there now. I've been in North Redondo 85 percent of my life. Hermosa a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manhattan a couple of years. Orange County a few years, but for the most part, North Redondo. This guy's a like L.A. South Bay. Yeah. OG right You now. are like king of the South. Bay. Him moving wow. away from <laughs> LA is going to Orange County for like to live with like Ty Loomis for a year or something. Oh, three yeah. Years. Well, I thought it would be for a year and it turned out to be three years. It was, if you it was didn't do all the traveling you've done on the world tour and playing volleyball, your whole life would be like probably 
<laughs> west of the west of the 405. Can yeah. we just can we just bring back sangria down at uh, Pier? <laughs> this is before you guys know, but like no, I I was I was around sangria did, did days. You, yeah. Did you get, Oh, you got a couple pieces of sangria? I got some sangria. That was the best bar in the now, South Bay. It's now, what, American Junkie? It's American Junkie yeah. now. And that's probably been like, got to be pushing 10 years. Maybe yeah. more. That makes me an OG a little bit. Yeah, right? I was at SC coming down to the South Bay to play yeah. a little bit. All my Miracosta SC guys were bringing us down. Yeah. I'm still a newbie here. I've been in the South Bay for, let's see, two years, three years. And then Not California bad. just... Four, five. Yeah. Where yeah. were you? Uh, where were you? When I a couple moved, years before that, yeah. When, right, I when, moved, moved uh, when I moved to California, it was in uh, Costa Mesa right. for a couple of years, and then I went to uh, Redondo, lived in uh, the garage with Zon for a year, and that was an experience. And yeah. then uh, moved to uh, Hermosa, like up on 18th and PCH, and yeah. then we took uh, when Stafford moved to San Diego, we filled in for him uh, in January. Nice. Dude, yeah. he, I mean, just since he's been here, he's gone through like the full ringer of. Oh, yeah. Since we started this podcast, <laughs> he's been like, he was living in the garage, like, single guy. Kind of lived at <laughs> tries for a while. Yeah, <laughs> dipping in, coming over. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, I'm Messy in the garage. Situation. Now, guys I'm got a here. now I'm married. <laughs> then he's married. Yeah, I'm, by, I'm getting a house over here. <laughs> now he's fully dialed in. Yeah. Now yeah. he's, now he's going for the world while. tour. Yeah. Now he's trying to be traveling around. Full time world tour guy. Which is great. Hey. We're double dipping on Sandcast in the world. Anything tour. to play. And that's that's where you gotta go to play right you now. You were just the writer guy so, though. I know. Like we would have been joking about you. I know. Going on actually going on the world tour <laughs> before. Know. And now me and Adam uh, in Belgium were like the four seed in the main draw. Happens so quick. Kind of, this yeah. guy's about to collect stipend Belgium? pretty soon. In, uh, Belgium. Yeah. Is that coming up or coming up. So we leave uh, Tuesday and then we won't be back till way late. We leave Tuesday for Wapaka. Have you ever played Wapaka? I'm not. There's a lot of those fun tournaments that, at this point in my career, where yeah. it's a, a no. hobby again. Which it's time. I'm gonna play a lot of these tournaments. Yeah. Pottstown Rumble. I'll go out and party, but I'm not gonna play grass. <laughs> um, what about libero? Can you be a libero? Well, it's only three. Twos. Oh, brutal. Well, they have threes for they, the. They added threes for the first time this year. Oh god. Really? Uh, the out of system guys won. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, what, yeah. what is the threes one? What, what's like the main event in the threes? Is that Wapaka? That's uh, Wapaka, yeah. So Wapaka threes, that's fun. Yes. Well, that's yeah. on the sand. It's, right? it's two days of sand. So it's this, this year. They it's have all the open. Thursday, Friday, sand. Saturday's grass. And then, so we're going to Wapaka. What is the main event? Grass, for sure. Three-man grass. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that's what I was saying. Like courts as far as you can see. Yeah. And it's just like fields no in way. Wisconsin. It's, it's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's awesome. These tournaments, like <laughs> I've heard about all these tournaments for years, and they're always throughout the season. Back when we had seventeen tournaments plus right. international tournaments yep. and all the stuff, and you don't want to like go there extra times and get hurt or whatever. But like I always heard about, I want to play them. Uh, I still haven't played Seaside. I want to play Seaside and get up there. Which Seaside? And this year it's the same event as Atlanta. Isn't it run by AVP now? I thought. Yeah. And they doubled it up. And then they put it over our King of the Court events. So we had opportunity to play King of the Court. Two events. And they're both scheduled over, basically. And then they're going to put on a third King of the Court. Which is over what? No, it's not over anything. But you have to earn your spot in that one and play in the first two to get a spot in the third one. 
So that's three more opportunities yeah. to play. Yes, <laughs> but AVP Brilliant. Had Seaside on the same weekend as Atlanta. But they, they had known that for a while. When I was out in FUDS, the uh, promoter of the Seaside event, yeah. I forget his name. Mike Griffin. Know his name. Mike Griffin. Uh, we were talking a little bit, and he, he had already knew that the AVP was going to have a tournament on that weekend. Really? So I don't know if they were talking already or whatever, but yeah. he was telling me then during FUDS, the spring FUDS, so I don't remember the weekend, but April. seven weeks ago, eight yeah. weeks ago, maybe more. Yeah. Whatever. He already knew that the AVP had something on his weekend. I'm going to move this. What is that? I'm just moving it down. Just sliding your mic a little closer. Sorry. Can't just turn that volume up over there? No, it was, Am it I starting to mumble? It wasn't volume because your hey, shoulders Hey, these conos are, are kicking in. I saw the, ah. I saw the shirt touching. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, the conos I are kicking in. I'm I can't tell if our bit. fans can hear it, but just in case. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's only been an hour and ten minutes, people. So It's been a great conversation. Really? But Are we podcasting? I thought we were still on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's had that many. <laughs> he's had that much liquid aloha today. Let's see the gold clip. Yeah. I mean, it is hump day. Yeah. Jeez, we're Wednesday. halfway through the week, people. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> it's, a, it's pre-July 4th celebration. Yeah, and I'm going to miss it again for the 10th time in a row. Yeah. You'll be well, let's see. Where are no, you? last year I got it. It was a great social <laughs> celebration. Literally can't remember what happened. We're June 30th. I mean, we're supposed to be like five tournaments into the AVP season, plus some internationals. Yeah. Happy Getting birthday, by the Olympics. way. I didn't hit you up. On I your did when I did. What was your birthday? Day before June nineteenth. Oh shoot! It's June twentieth. Yeah. And Gabby's eighteenth. Gabby's. Oh, I was gonna say twenty first. Eighteenth. That's right. And, she's and right April, April is the seventeenth. April's. No, April's twentieth. Same as oh, me. Oh okay. Rachel Wachholder before was 17th? the seventeenth. Before Jenny Crop, I think it was the seventeenth. Packed house. Yeah, we're all right now. <laughs> huh. uh, June babies, summer babies. Makes sense. You're playing beach, right? Right. Exactly. We're built <laughs> exactly. For this. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, we have like Wapaka, which I highly recommend when you do get a chance to play. Highly recommend it. And then I go from there to uh, Belgium, from Belgium to this Atlantic City event. That's it's a hundred thousand dollar AVP next, which at some point. What do you get for winning it? For the AVP next? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they've given a breakdown. It's hundred thousand total, so that's fifty per gender. 50 each. Ten to one. We're gonna call that probably. Ten to twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that makes pretty, sense. It's just, I mean, pretty good. You win that, down year. Well, you get good the same amount as oh, yeah. getting like a fourth place or yeah. something. On yeah, I mean, you know, there's going to be some good Olympic teams qualifying four-star Yeah, for AVP. What that's, month is that? That's insane. That's uh, end of July. So it's the weekend before six men. Okay. Um, so and that's still during the Olympics? That no? is the weekend. So the Olympics, the first ball is served the 24th. AC is the oh, really? 24th. Yeah. Interesting. So I thought I was going to have to go to Ed for that answer, but right. we could go to... I'm Ed Jr. We got, we got, a, we got a number two. <laughs> I just, I talked a little slower than Ed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So I've known Ed for a long time, so I hear all these stats all the time. It's, it's good for we a got, little refresher. We got right another one. <laughs> <laughs> how, long does, how long is the tournament, the actual volleyball tournament for the Olympics? Oh. It's close to... Close to two weeks, probably a week and a half process, because you play a day, you're off a day, play a day, off a day, and then 
we talked a little bit to. I don't um, know if they're doing. They're, they're probably doing now, which they weren't before. Modified pool play. Do you know that? I do not know. I do not know that I would, either. That's I, actually. I, I a, doubt it. That's actually a good question for the Olympics. I would doubt that they would. I mean, I think. Ed Keller, can you pop on here and yeah. let us know the answer? <laughs> the pop up in the corner of the screen. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> like like I don't know. Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> That's uh, before it was, you know, four team played out for play points and whatever. Yeah. You play all three. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're doing modified or not. So. I would, um, my guess would be no. And my guess would be yeah. Really? So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't have a guess. So, I mean, a lot of times you're in the same country as not. I, I think I like that modified pool for the fact that there's no way for anybody to be able to. Give points, or you can't match. help anybody else. Yeah. You can't throw a match. You can't. And uh, before, I'm a fan of double elimination. I think you play a double elimination tournament, yes. you're going to get the best two teams in the finals a majority of the time. Right. But when you're playing pool play, you can have these pools, you can have some upsets, you can have whatever, and this side of the pool has got one through, you know, eight of the top ten, and this side has got two of the top ten. Yeah. And it's just a little bit... Uh, what it is, how, how it comes out. Right. A lot of it's blind draw. A lot of it is because they don't go all by points on the right. FIVB. At least they, they literally just pull names out of a hat sometimes. Like these, this pool's A, F, and E. Here we go. This team is <laughs> right. uh, oh, Switzerland. Oh, this team is this uh, how U.S. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a crapshoot. You win this pool. You stay here. You win it. Like. That's one thing that I'll give the AVP credit for is that uh, people gave them a lot of flack for running modified pool for the AVP next. And so for Atlantic City, they're like, all right, like you asked, we're giving you a double limb. Because it's double limb, we need to limit the number of teams. So there's actually a qualifier for an AVP next uh, for Atlantic City so they can run a double elimination. Hmm. And so I think I'm a fan of double limb. I think yeah. every, every tournament should just be 32 team double limb, run it over three days and Absolutely. cruise. Dude, we were playing. That makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Majority of my career when we were doing well with Jake and my days with Larry and whatever, like we were 32 team tournaments, two days, Saturday, Sunday. And if you lose first or second round and you come back to the finals, which happened to me majority, not a majority, a lot of times. Yeah. It's nine matches in two days. And that's a. It's a test. That's a test that people nowadays can't do. Right. Like, even, even these girls and young guys and whatever that are coming out of college and these young guys, that's no joke, man. That's hard. No. Like, I know I can't do it. I'm yeah. not even going to like second guess it. Like, yeah. Pry's in great shape, but it'll be hard for him to play nine matches in two days right now and <laughs> perform in that final in that ninth match. Yeah. Like, that's Sounds the one so that's on TV and that's right, the one that's exactly. whatever. Like, you know, Jake and I lost many times in the second round and came back to the finals, and it's no joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I loved guys. it. The old school old guys were all like, play 20 matches in a day. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were a bunch of wimps. Yeah. Like, yeah. How high were you jumping in the last one? Yeah. How many <laughs> beers did you drink? <laughs> yeah. yeah. A couple more conas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cheers. Uh, Thank yeah, we're guys. about running out of batteries here. And we've had you for a while. This has been great, Rosie. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming over. Were we on a podcast? I thought we were just hanging out on a boat. We're just Let's chatting with the boys <laughs> on the boat. We should just throw the mic on any time. I know. That was awesome. It's well, just Rosie. the boat that doesn't rock us quite as much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun.
Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Thank you guys. for coming. Shoots, boys. Yeah, absolutely. Shoots. Shoots. Wow, Rosie's the first guest to shoot the first. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so.